Coffee Quad Time. Time now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips. Demonstrations of products and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1 646 558 8656. You will need the meeting ID 848 725 450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good Wednesday morning to you this September 1st, 2021. Hope you're doing well today. My goodness, we have a big panel here today. A lot of people ready to talk, and we, of course, will do that. Then we've got a few tech things for you, especially if you're a JAWS user and a a real big new feature coming up that uh, you might find very, very impressive. And who knows where we're going to go, especially with Chris Devin here today. You just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> so um, here we go. We're doing fine. We'll tell you all about my four-hour trip to Walmart to get my prescription switched over at Jackie Shoe Shopping and how it took them four hours to get these drug switched over, but I now have accessible labels on my medicine, and sometimes you just got to go in person to get the job done, and how helpful the people were at Walmart went out of their way to try to help us. So there are some good people still hanging around. 
Jenny, we'll throw it to you. How has your week been? Oh, it's been busy so far. I've had things to do every day, and we're going to see what Mr. Refrigerator Man tells us about the Ice Cube Maker. Uh, oh, yeah, one of those appliances going on the blink again and again and again. So if we keep it up, we'll have all new appliances eventually. <laughs> or else we'll know what's going to be wrong with them. We'll have everything fixed in it. Yeah, we'll know. And I had to become a, a an emergency repairman last night, didn't I? After a sports uh, lounge. Yes. Yeah. Someone. You might as well tell it now. <laughs> well, someone came to me and said the toilet wasn't flushing. Oh, no. That's not a good sign, especially the problems we had here. What did I go and discover when I start the plunging? Someone had dropped a cup in there, a one of those solo oh. cups. And so once that was extracted, all was fixed. But <laughs> so you just never know. Anything else going on with you, Jennifer? No, I'm still debating about printers and going back and forth and all that, and I've just been brailing my little fingers off. Brailing, 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 and getting getting a good braille printer is is the key. You can get the cheaper ones, but you really need to get one that's going to be sturdy enough to do the job every day, especially if you have to do a lot of bulk printing. So um, let's go to, hey, we might as well go to Chris in Pittsburgh. Chris, yeah, before we're all washed away. Yeah. Uh, by the remnants of uh, Hurricane uh, Hurricane Ida coming through here. Um, they've got flash flood warnings and so forth, and I'm kind of following it because then, of course, it's going to go. I'm going back to Massachusetts tomorrow, and it's going to be ahead of me. Uh, so I don't think my flight will be affected, but uh, they'll it'll be out of here and uh, sort of still finishing up up there because it's going to start up there later this afternoon, early this evening, whereas here it'll be kind of settling down, I think, late this evening. So I'm, I'm just going to follow it because it's such a cool thing to do. Some people follow uh, things on Twitter. I follow Hurricane. So anyway... Um, it's been a good week down here. Uh, Linda and I have had a good time. Linda Davis, m many of you have heard on uh, various shows here on The Legend. And we have, uh, I went to my grandson's football game on Saturday night. And then uh, Sunday, we went to our daughter Amy's house and saw her new house. And that, that was fun. And had uh, the family in there. And uh, then we went to a bunch of friends on Monday. That was cool, too. And uh, so now uh, we're hoping that DJ Doug is able to come today, but the um, he was going to come on either Uber or Lyft, but the surge pricing was outrageous at 8 o'clock. But that was, it's, it's raining, of course, but it's also rush hour at that time, and they do jump and drop and whatever. So we'll see what happens. He's going to, we're going to talk after the show and see what's going on. If we can't see him, that's too bad, but, you know, um, uh, it, it'll be nice next year, maybe when we get back. And now at least we get some confidence that we can get back and not have to not be here for two years like it was last time. So um, I got to meet my uh, grand, great granddaughter. She's uh, just was born in November of 19. I hadn't seen her, so that was cool. She's a really cute uh, toddler at this point, and um, so we've had a good time. It's interesting though, too, as far as like I haven't listened to local Pittsburgh radio down here very much because I've been listening to the Red Sox and the things you can do at home because you can listen to anything you want you know wherever you are and so you could be anywhere and it really doesn't matter so uh it gives me the feel of almost like the voice tracking we talk about on all things radio because it doesn't matter whether i'm you know in massachusetts or whatever i can sit there and listen to the red sox blues unfortunately and get get covid too they've got a, a, a ever lengthening list of covid people so um it's not too good for the red sox but it's it's been uh, it's been a fun time 
yeah, we got that problem here too, Chris, um, especially on the football team. But you're right. We can go to Florida, and it's not like we've missed a beat. So we, you know, it, it's like you're there. So you don't miss too much. Let's go to Dave and Chris as long as we're in Pennsylvania. Well, as it is in Pittsburgh, it's raining here. It's been pouring all morning. It rained most of the night. And so we are inside. We grilled yesterday because we knew we couldn't today. And we're having roast and potatoes and carrots and green beans. Mm, Now that sounds good. And we're on kitten standby. Kitten standby, which means a week from Thursday? We hope to go get a kitten. So... Do you think they'll have... Oh, that's going to be hard to pick one out, because they're all so cute. <laughs> Sometimes they pick you out. They Somebody yeah, will react to you, you know? That's right. That's, that's the fun yeah, part. That's how we got our other one, and he was not Mr. Personality. <laughs> Bless his heart. You know, are you better off to go to the Humane Society and get a kitten, or pay two or $300 at the pet store, or go to a private breeder? Personally, I think you're better off going to the Humane Society. They have some really good cats, and they all really need homes. Um, here, here. I hear you, Chris. And Jeff says, hmm, I'll pass on all of that. Thank you very much. But No, he liked his kitten. I like Princess, yes. I just, I just don't want a pet now, but I, I like Princess. So we got it from PetSmart, which used a company or organization called Noah's Kingdom. So, uh, Chris, how have you... Chris Devin, how have you ever gotten all your cats? Well, it was funny. We, we, uh, the last one, Gideon, that we have, uh, we got from a uh, breeder because she, uh, Kathy wanted a mean coon, and they are so cool. They are the dog lover's cat, and they meow. You always know where they are. You know, they're always, uh, you know, meowing, and uh, he's very friendly, and, you know, it's just he's a really nice cat. And we got him in 2013, and uh, she had gotten her Maine coon before that who had died from a breeder as well. But, of course, when I was a kid, we had uh, we got a cat that was alleged to be a male who turned out to be a female and then, then she had kittens and we kept a couple of those and then um we ended up at one time uh, uh, my brother wanted another cat ended up at one time that we had uh, in my house we had five cats and that was but it was they were indoor outdoor cats people did that back then we lived on golf course in uh, massachusetts braintree and so we could let them in and out and uh so that was kind of uh, a challenge to keep track of who was in and who was out but they were uh they were cool cat but uh so I've been a cat person, and we got that first cat on November twenty second, nineteen sixty three. So, uh, and uh, you know that, that was my brother's cat; it was his birthday. So uh, that was kind of a cool story too. So very, very good. All right, Radio Tim. He good is morning, mean. everyone. There he is. I, I, uh, I'm, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that myself. Anyway, um, yeah, cats and things. That's their. It's fun. Um, I, I was going to say mancoons, if people don't know, are usually pretty good-sized cats. Um, yeah, yeah, he is. I, uh, are they hard to I find? Not, not now. I think they used to be years ago, but it seems like they've gotten to be pretty popular. <laughs> they are. They're one of the most popular breeds, they say, because people have heard how friendly they are. Yeah. yeah are they long-haired yeah, I, or short-haired? They're long-haired, long-haired, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. Um, anyway, um, well, I got my sling off yesterday, so I'm in 
very much better mood <laughs> than I have been. And, uh, um, and I should announce that uh, Bill is going to be doing my show with Perry today. Right, I was going to do it, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I didn't tell Bill in time. So that's okay. Uh, I'll take a day off. I will be here tomorrow for both shows. Bill will be filling in on Friday. Yeah, and, I, uh, it, it's I one of those things where it already made arrangements. And because yeah. I thought, based upon last week, that it would be working on Wednesday. And yeah. I yeah, think I, both of us could take a day off. But, you know, we're going to be there. And uh, everything will be back to, to usual in Tim Oni land. And uh, oh, yeah, we're grooming Perry for a potential spot on the legend. So... Tim says, then I better get on and show him how to do it right. And he's got yeah, a real point. No, I think uh, actually Perry will probably get on and show us how to do it. Well, that's, that's the, you know, Tim, there's a lot of truth to that. Otherwise, you're doing okay? Yep, things Good. are doing pretty well. My leg is getting better. My my uh, cellulitis, I always think of that as such an old sounding disease or is it getting better? Uh, yeah, something something I thought I'd maybe get when I was in my nineties or something like that, if I ever make it that far. But <laughs> but is it getting better? Yeah, it's doing much better. It is. It's uh, still peeling a little bit, but most of that's gone. And we have uh, to go to rehab for that one too, or not so much. They wanted me to, but I couldn't because my insurance company wouldn't let me go to two rehabs at the same time period. Yeah, you can't have so, two things wrong with you at the same time. What the kind of no, thing are you doing I, here? You I know, know what they, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I hear a total in the background, Tim. Yeah, yeah, probably he just made me pick him up here. Well, you might as well <laughs> let Toto say hello to everybody. Oh, Toto, say hi to everyone here, Toto. Roar for the legend. <laughs> hey, uh, there you go. There we go. There we go. A little shy at first. I guess. And he doesn't mind doing that when you squeeze him a little bit or tap him a little bit. He doesn't mind yeah, it at all. Just basically touch him on his back. you got to use the word roar. Roar. Yeah, roar. <laughs> he actually did that when I said roar. I didn't even have to touch him. So there roar for everyone, Toto. <laughs> that was pretty unique. <laughs> but, but Radio Tim will be back on your radio tomorrow, unless he wants yeah, to come on at 1 o'clock today or 12. Him and Toto, too. Yeah. Toto, too. Yeah. He wants yeah, to take a day and, uh, uh, Hopefully, we'll get started at the right time tomorrow. That was... Uh, yeah, what's oh. up with this? Two weeks in a row, what's... Uh... Yeah, the, well, the first time was uh, Internet... I don't know if I uh, maybe didn't pay Comcast enough money. <laughs> I think they uh, they seem to want more all the time. But anyway, uh, and then last this on Monday was uh, was uh, a computer deal. It was uh, well, I don't know if I made a mistake or not, but I I am using a Windows Seven machine and I installed AVG on it. Ooh. And AVG is looking for. Well, it seems to think that station playlist might be a virus. That's the impression I get, at least. And so, but I think I have that resolved now. <laughs> we better make a big exception there. But 
Well, we'll be back to you in just a few minutes. Let's see. Let's go to Jeff in New York. Oh, thank you, Bill. Hello, everybody. Everything is good here. We're not having the rain yet, but they said most of the rain would be south of us, but by the afternoon, we're going to get it. And for those who like or are into into rock and roll music or into music, shall we say, you know, there's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Everyone knows that. There's going to be another Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Chicago, Illinois, based on artists who are from Chicago, Illinois, or surrounding areas of Illinois, or, or, or from Chicago. Some of the people who are or the people who are being inducted for their first induction include, of course, who wouldn't include the group Chicago, of course. Um, the Buckinghams, they were from Chicago, Illinois. Cheap Trick, which I didn't know they were from Illinois, and Buddy Guy, and I, I like Buddy Guy, the blues uh, blues artist, Buddy Guy. Those are the ones that I remember offhand. Uh, so, very interesting to see another Hall of Fame come to fruition. So, and they are building their museum. It's not built yet, but that they're working on that. So, if you go to Chicago, Illinois, you'll have another place to uh, to visit. So, that's what's happening around here. I've heard there's a doo-wop Hall of Fame in Sharon, Pennsylvania. I don't, I've never been to it or anything, but that's this part of the state here, the western Pennsylvania. Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have to ask Bobby B in the doo-wop stop, if you remember correctly. That yeah. show yeah. on a lot of stations, Sirius XM and a bunch of other places. That's correct. That's correct. Well, what we better do now is get to some of our listeners, and then we'll talk about some changes coming up in JAWS and do that. I will tell you... The 317-886-1103. I hear people tell me all the time, I I can't get into Zoom. I can't do Zoom. Well, if you can call on the phone at 317-886-1103, you can get on the coffee club. 317-886-1103. Otherwise, let's let the fun begin, Jeff. All right, Joe out in Albuquerque, you're up, and then Bill and then Gail. Go ahead, Joe. Hold the Zoom meeting. Okay. There you go. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Thank you very much. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, cloudy skies, 70 degrees. And talking about cloudy skies and thunderstorms today, only up to 79, 62 today. And I look forward to countdown 1959. That year I was heavily in the top 40 music at the 10th grade at the good old Minnesota Braille and Sight Saving School in Faribault, Minnesota. So. Wow. That, and ever, actually, the Everly Brothers, I, I bought in 1959, they had an album, Songs Our Daddy Taught Us, which was a really interesting songs of, of, of folk music. And now uh, I, vinyl, I actually wore out the vinyl then, but now at Apple Music, I can pull up the whole project. Oh well, that's after I kissed you should be on the top uh, the top twenty uh, in fifty nine. So you'll hear that uh, tomorrow night. I think it I think. is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything else going on, Joe? Oh yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Ellen. Oh. Hey, Ellen. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, we're we're hanging in there. You know, we're I gotta go out later in this afternoon, so I may end up dodging raindrops. But well, that's okay. I I can handle it. <laughs> We got a Lions Club meeting, and they don't want us to come there. And the people keep on insisting, and, oh, it's not a good scene. That sounds pretty ugly. Yeah. Ooh. The restaurant well, doesn't want us to come. <laughs> so, good luck with that one, Bill. Yeah. Well, they don't want to do it on Zoom because you got older people who aren't. In, no, no, they don't want to do This has nothing to do with Zoom. That's another issue. They don't want us to come to the restaurant. 
Uh, they think oh. we take up too much of the room and this, that, and the other, and they don't really want us to come there. Wow. Well, they may be well, facing really a problem with staffing. either for all the people. Right. I don't think they minded it when they could put us off in the other room, but the way their restaurant is, I mean, we're kind of in the middle. And they don't really want it, so... Uh, we'll just... Sounds like you guys need. Sounds like you need to change venues. That's what I. But there's saying. a few people that just won't get the memo, and then just insist on going there. And going there, and they complain. They say, "Well, you know, the prices are too high at this cafeteria where we could go." And I said, uh, "Excuse me, what did you pay for your meal tonight? Nineteen dollars. Nineteen dollars." I said, "You probably could have got it four or five dollars cheaper at the MCL." Well. Yeah, but they oh. just don't want to make the change. So there you go. Oof, good luck with that one. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, yeah, um, I've been having trouble with my but, uh, I, my right armrest broke, but um, they're supposed to deliver a part tomorrow. I've been living with that thing for eight weeks, but, you know, it's, it's doable. You just have to get creative on, you know, how you do things, but. Well, uh, I think we'll have it all fixed tomorrow, hopefully. That'll be a good thing. Yeah, no kidding, because it's making my personal life kind of challenging. But That'll be a good <laughs> thing to get that fixed for you. So anything else going on before I switch to... Uh, no, no, nothing else, no. No, no, no. Uh, well, if it does, think, you reach your hand back up. Coming and, soon. You know how they used to do with stations would change formats. Coming soon. And you wonder, <laughs> what is coming soon? Is my other shoe going to drop or what? No. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Take yeah. care, guys. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, uh, Bill, uh, why don't you go ahead out there in the Windy City? Yeah, it's about 70 degrees here. Uh, a little cloudier today. And all Jeff, uh, why I think of it, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum that opened up this week uh, is in Joliet, Illinois. It's not in Chicago. Okay, they, they didn't Joliet. say where it was, but but I know yeah, the museum is not ready. Is, it's not ready to take visitors no, yet. No, but I mean, they had their um, opening ceremony yesterday because they had uh, Buchanan's were there, the George Chicago was there. You know, they had it, uh, I guess, the ribbon cutting and the, and the opening yesterday, but it's not really open to the public yet. But it is in Joliet, which is like an hour south of Chicago. Okay, I think when people come to Chicago and think, "Well, where is this at?" People say, "Well, I don't know. I never heard of it." Well, it's actually in Joliet, Illinois. Well, it's a it's a Bill's house. That's where it is. That's all. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I just thought I'd let you know that's not. Thank Chicago you, Bill. But it's it's it. Okay. Well, we'll put up. We'll bring everyone to your house. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> well, Thank anyways, you, uh, real quick, the only, only news um, going out of town this week, I'll be off here in just a minute. Uh, the only news is after I got off last Wednesday talking to Coffee Club, I get a call. My niece, my sister had a stroke. Oh, sorry and to hear that. She's doing, she's doing okay. She's in rehab in Fort Wayne. In fact, my, my niece just called me yesterday and said, uh, Mom is being sent home the 20th of September. She's that she's at far. She's able to... Uh, she can use a wheelchair. She can uh, walk some. Uh, she has a little, can't use her right arm that much. She's got some use of it. And her speech is a little slurred, but she had a, a blood clot at the base of the brain right above the spine. And they went in and removed the blood clot. But I was wow. surprised. You know how they removed that? They went up through the groin, all the way from the groin, all the way up the back of the brain to suck the blood clot out. Now, that's, a long, that's a long way up. 
They do that with heart stuff now, too. Yeah, I know they do. I know they do. But I was thinking, you know, yeah. I can see the heart because, you know, you follow the, the um, vein and stuff up, the artery and that. But I thought, well, how'd they get past the heart and up through that way and get all the way up into the brain? Because they had to go up through the, the um, you know, the, the uh, well, I can't think of it. I can think of the juggler vein, but, you know, the, the main vein in the heart and the neck to go up into the brain. I wonder how they get bypassed all that so, is she going yeah, to be going through a? Is she going through intensive rehabilitation right now? Or yeah, she's, going? In, she's in rehab right now. She's been in rehab since uh, this past Sunday or last Saturday. This past Saturday, they moved her over there at uh, 7:30. Uh, she's been doing three hours of rehab, one hour of physical therapy, one hour of occupational therapy, one hour of speech therapy every day. And they had their big meeting yesterday, and Manise said that they're kicking her out the 20th. Said she can go home. So, I'll know more them tomorrow, tomorrow because I'm meeting my niece in uh, Shipshawana. That's where we're going today, going over there to Shipshawana. I'm going to see Daly and Vincent tonight, and then we're going to play tomorrow. And then, and we're going down Friday to Plymouth, Indiana, the Blueberry Fest. And Friday we're driving all the way to Charleston, Illinois, to pick my grandson up and come back Saturday to his house in Plainfield, Illinois. Well, you guys are always busy. You know, you're always busy, Bill, doing something. Well, you know? my, well my, my daughter, she likes to drive, and, of course, the job she has is a lot of driving too. You know, she's she works foster care. She covers all over the county, but she likes to drive. We've been, we've been, uh, I'd say like every state in the United States except California, well, Alaska, and Hawaii. She doesn't like to fly, but the only we've driven everywhere except the only time we uh, did take the train from Chicago to Seattle, and then did that part out there because um, we'd already been through the Dakotas and Montana. So we said, well, why drive? Let's take a little different things. So we rode the train out there. Well, that's been a few years ago. And we then we rented a car and drove all around out that way. So we've been in, I've been, we've driven to Quebec, Canada, Toronto, Montreal, all the way to Bar Harbor, Maine. So we've driven everywhere. So Have you been to New York City? Yep. Oh, yeah, we've been to New York City. Oh, yeah, we, we passed through New York City a couple times, right? Going up towards Maine, going back, coming back. We've been, and I used to have, my wife had an uncle who used to live in Buffalo, New York. We used to go there, and then sometimes we go on to New York City. So that's one thing I got. I had two good, two daughters. One, the one passed away, but we had two daughters that loved to drive. Julia, she, can, she, she can sit and drive for 10 hours if she wants to. Wow. Loves to drive. Right. Thank you very All much. All right. Bill. Thank you, Bill. All right. I'll, 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 I'll probably be good off here in a little bit. I'll get ready to go. So I'll, I'll catch travels. you guys next week. All right. Be and careful. That's it. All right. Thanks, Bill. Uh, bye bye. All right. We have Gail Moline. I'm not Gail Moline. Gail, Gail is up next. So <laughs> go ahead, Gail. I'm sorry about that, Gail. <laughs> go ahead. Can you unmute yourself, please? <laughs> now I'm unmuted, I hope. You are. Go ahead. Well, Everything is going well here most of the way. Everything's going well with Wendy, but uh, and I'm feeling pretty good considering everything. And we had our I had my recertification done because of all my medical expenses. My rent went way down, which is good. And uh, I'm you know I'm doing pretty well with everything of uh, considering you know everything. But now with the one doctor I go to because of the whole COVID thing here, they're not sure if I can see that doctor or not. You know, they're not sure if I can go there or not, or if they're going to have to do something else, you know, 
So I don't know what's going on. The other one, as far as my other thing with the cancer center with uh, Pavan, I haven't had to see him in a while, but we'll see how things go if I need to have a, a blood draw this month or not. I haven't had to in the past couple of months, but I've been feeling pretty good. That's good. And I'm staying out of mischief or trying to stay out of mischief. Now, you know you're not going to do that. Well, getting into mischief is more fun. And and as I said, Wendy and I are working out very well. No problems with her. She's been quite helpful. And she's explained a lot of things that no one has really explained to me. Except I have a question for you. What in the heck, maybe someone can tell me, is a fasting lab, lab, whatever, because when I think it's was, a lab that they take when you uh, before, if you're you have to fast in the morning before you go in, and I think that no, they don't. No, she was want saying to... the day before. Oh, the day! I don't think to be that long. She wow. was saying. Well, I, I think that I think if you have diabetes and it's really serious, they put the isn't that for uh, doing glucose tolerance stuff, of Chris? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so, but uh, I've never heard anybody have to fast. Well, it, I'm sure there's a certain amount of time. Maybe six at night or something. You know, I don't, it couldn't be too long. I, I have had to... that. I had that when I had my hysterectomy. I had to fast the night before. Yeah. You know, yeah. For having that. That, that I understand. But this, someone was saying something like from three o'clock in the afternoon to. Well, the, why don't you find out that when you have to go to the fasting lab, they'll, they'll send you all the instructions you'll need. I, well, either that or, should, or Wendy will let me know what's going on. Cause right. I just was kind of curious about all of this. So when does Wendy my curiosity ever, is peaked? When does she ever take a day off? She doesn't really. Well, maybe she does, and I don't know it. But she's busy from the time she comes to see me till like in the evening, and then in between, she's picking up picking up things for people, food and necessities and stuff like that. And because of the whole COVID thing. There have been a lot of places like Walmart and some of these places where the she'll go to find things. The shelves will be absolutely bare because nobody aware, wants uh, the jobs. Not only that, be aware that that there's a problem with the supply chain in the supermarkets and things that you normally would think that you could find aren't always available because and because they don't have they don't have staff to. Uh, Drivers to drive the buses to get them to the supermarkets and the distributor centers, and they don't have. And they once this government employment runs out, and once the federal government employment stop, stops, and the and the states stop uh, um, subsidizing it to their own, that, then you'll find more people trying to find work at that point because they're they're going to be out of money, and that September date is coming very quickly, or it is here already. So okay, because it really bothers her that she can't pick up things for people that they want or need. Right. Welcome to the club. Got- I mean, there's a certain brand of rye bread I like that that I can't find anymore, and and. It's one of those things where it's just it's just not being ordered by the supermarket. So I've got to I've got to get another another brand. Welcome to the club. Well, yeah, well, and thank you for your moral support through everything with all of this. But I am so glad I am not in the hospital. I haven't been in the hospital since May, so that is definitely a good thing. Stay out of it. Yeah. All yeah, right. Thank I'm you. I'm trying my best. Thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you very much. All right, next on our list is Beth. Uh, I love it because the synthesizer says Malin, but it's Beth Moline. <laughs> so we'll say hello to you, Beth. And then after Beth will be Ju- okay. iPhone Julie, and then Joe uh, would like to talk again. Go ahead, Beth. Good morning, everyone. I'm thinking I'm unmuted now. And uh, I'm 
those like my, my NVDA is talking like crazy. It won't stop. <laughs> I was gonna let all of you know last week at here at the sanctuary when we had our universal yums, we had some snacks from Taiwan, and boy was that ever fun. And I'm not real. I never know from month to month what we're gonna have. When, well, no one does. But I, you know, I was told one time that we could actually fill out a form for what we would like to have too, but it's never been done yet. I thought one, I still think one of these times we're going to have something from Australia because that was mentioned at one point, (laughs) but I really did like the, the snacks that we had from Taiwan. That was good. Some different types of chips and different types of wafers and, and everything was pretty good. And then um, this week, Monday, we had someone, a little bit of a petting zoo. Someone brought out a a llama and a donkey and a a little horse. And that was really nice. Got to have my picture taken with the the horse as well as with the llama. I fed the llama a couple times. So I really enjoyed doing that. We're having state fair week this week. And so we're having things like state fair bingo. We'll probably have that this afternoon. And I'm I'm thinking there's going to be a a bowling tournament that we'll do having. Maybe that'll have to do with the state fair as well. But there have been some real fun things that we've done this week. So you must have, the llama must have liked you if it didn't spit. It didn't spit. It wanted to kiss me. That's a good thing. You don't want to make them spit. Oh, that's for sure. I would not want that. I I was at the State Fair in Syracuse, Jennifer, and the llama spit at me. He wasn't trying to get me. He was trying to get someone else, but I happened to be in the way. So that was not not a lot of fun. Let me tell you, uh, Jennifer. You were the target for tonight. Yikes. (laughs) No fun. No, that's nasty. <laughs> it really is. But no, I, I'm really happy to, I mean, in some ways I'm not happy here, but yet in other ways where activities are concerned, I'm extremely happy. So, so was the llama soft? Yes. What did it feel like to you? It did. It felt real fuzzy and, and felt like it had a great big thick mane. It was a big, all, all down the front of it felt like a great big thick mane. Well, they are because they're from Peru there and they, and they, from the, they, they hang out in the Andes mountains and they're used as pack animals so so and 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 that's what they were used for so uh yeah and that's why their fur is so thick because because they came from a cold climate well i oh i get that then i can understand that there oh what was it too i'm trying to think there was something else that that i found out i was talking with one of the other residents here i'm doing some knitting and i'm trying to sell some of my knitting and and someone told me the other day when I told them that I had trouble trying to get this this little afghan the sti- some of the stitches back on the knitting needle they told me they could help me with that so I'm going to take this lady up on that hopefully she'll be able to help me with that later on today or sometime this week very good beth <laughs> very good just don't they shear the llamas jeff what's that don't they shear the llamas to get their wool and use it? Yes, they do. They're, they're the alpaca, the alpaca is a llama, and they and they and they use uh-huh. the wool from that animal as well. Yes, I, quite right. I love the feel of an alpaca. I felt that when I was at Camp Salome in New Caney, Texas, several years back, and I, I almost fell in love with that thing. The fur I, was beautiful. I, I guess my problem, Beth and guys, is that I watch so much National Geographic Wild. Oh, National- <laughs> that's okay. Then you can educate us a little bit. I'm Thank okay you. with that. Uh, <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Beth. We got two more people up next. 
And uh, let's get iPhone. I was because I, I labeled it and remember the name. Julie out there in uh, wherever you are, is it Iowa? I guess it is, or Kansas, or whatever. Well, yeah, actually, I have an Iowa phone number, and I live in Kansas, so uh, that's the way it is. But I was going to tell you that we have a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the Iowa Great Lakes. Um, I think it's in Arnold's Park. It's either Arnold's Park or Okaboji. And um, they had a big outdoor, well, I don't know if it's always been outdoor, but uh, the Roof Garden was a place that I used to hear about, you know, that people would go and different groups and bands would come. And um, they still have activities at the Roof Garden and, and local and sometimes other national bands come. And um, as far as fasting labs, often it's nothing to eat or drink after midnight. That's what I had heard, midnight, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it may be other things for other, you know, for other situations, but often it's nothing to eat or drink after midnight. So hopefully you're in bed anyway by then and don't notice it. <laughs> of course, your big thing in Iowa is uh, the clear the thing. After, they have a clear lake every February or, you know, first uh, Saturday in February. Uh, they have that thing, the Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, Big Bopper get together that they always have. I always hear about that on the shows. And yeah, so forth. You, you know have... what's even more remarkable about that, uh, Chris, is that, is that Waylon Jennings was supposed to go on the plane and he didn't go on the plane so yeah. we, we might have lost him in that in that plane crash as well so that's yep, right that's right that's right yeah so so anyway often there after, nothing to eat or drink after midnight you might notice it first thing in the morning when you get up but um so that's that's often what fasting labs are but you'll just need to ask your lab um gail and find out what what they want for you anyway thank you well thank you julie thank you very much um so it's always good hearing from you. Thank you. It's good to talk to you. Thank you. Joe, can you unmute yourself, please? There you go. Go ahead. Um, actually, it's... Hold on. It's, it's for me, actually. I just wanted to reiterate. Now, I don't know how it works there where you where you are, Gail, but here, you at least, you need to fast at least four hours before you go to the lab. Um, but... Yeah, and and find out if you take medications in the morning. Find out if you can take a medication. If you can't, just take it when you get back. You know, just whatever. But at least four hours before. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Thank you, Ellen. Yeah, sure. Have we got through all the hands, Jeff? We're, yeah, we're all caught up, Bill. So maybe you want to talk about some technology. Thank you, well. Yeah, we'll do that real quick. Um, 317-886-1103. 317-886-1103, just in case. I mean, okay. Um, this is about the time of year when... Oh, somebody just muted me. There, maybe I'm back. Yes. You are. Yeah, somebody muted me. Not good, not good, but it happens. So anyway, this is the time of year when JAWS does its annual updates. Now, right now, JAWS is in where we'll be in the next few days. Uh, I don't think it's been released yet, or I haven't seen it yet this morning. The JAWS, what is it? 2022 version coming out and one significant change 
Jeff, and maybe you've seen it yesterday too, and that's the ability to be able to put a pair of headsets on and split the speech. In other words, you can have speech coming out your left or right ear and the other sounds of the computer coming out the other ear, which saves you having to buy another sound card. Now, I can't demonstrate this feature yet because I don't have the new version of JAWS, but... When when it is, I will demonstrate it for you. But you will hit your insert V and then type the letter B and then make your adjustment. And it stays with you all the rest of your uh, of your jaw session unless you go in and turn it off. Does any of the panel think this is going to be of a benefit? Or could well, I'll you tell you where it will be a benefit, Bill, is if let's say you work at a call center and there are a lot of visually impaired or a lot of blind people who work call centers. And right. if they're working at a call center, they can hear the caller out of, let's say, one ear and they can uh, listen to draws out of with the other ear. So it makes it a lot more efficient and a lot easier. And a lot of a lot of computers are set up that way anyway. But you can you can actually run jaws and say uh, if you're in stereo, you can actually tell it to go into one channel if you have a, if you have the right sound card or stuff. But this makes it a lot easier because it's already built into the software when it comes out. I thought that was quite uh, an innovative change for people who do use JAWS. JAWS also is in, is upgrading their thing called Sharky. And you're able to do a lot of things with Sharky now. It's getting more and more and more copy, paste, text, um, find things on the page, do this, that, and the other, all by um, by using your voice. So those are just some of the changes. I'm sure these changes will also come to NVDA also. Um, you know, I, I just can see some benefits by the being able to just to split your your sound up now, for someone like Tim and I, um, and well, even DJ Doug or Dave Reekard, who have multiple sound cards in our computer, this wouldn't work so well because it only works on your default sound card as of right now. However, that's going to change and maybe change by the time the beta version switches over to um, the release version, which will be coming out the end of October. That's the way they've been been doing it. Remember when you used to wait on those JAW CDs to come in the mail? Well, now they don't do that anymore. You just download it. I do have an announcement, Bill, for those who were saying that they were having problems getting the legend by using their um, Amazon voice assistant. They have fixed the problem. So I'm not sure how the folks at Amazon uh, deal with this, because when they do these fixes, they may not go to everyone's uh, voice assistant at the same time. But it has rolled out. And when I checked this morning, I could actually tell my voice assistant to play Legend Oldies Radio on my living room, which is why I saw no speakers. And it worked. And it didn't play the other country radio station. So it is working now. Right. But we get a lot of calls about that. Um, that's so far up the food chain. That is way above us. A lot of radio stations are having the same problem. 
where they're now when did that start because i i never had any trouble with it oh you know well, that's the problem time. we don't know when it started tim because it started with me about two days ago but it all depends on on how the uh, updates are implemented i think it was a bad update that was that was involved that, that somewhere, something tim. happened because i've had one user in georgia who has a lady a she was having problems but her friend living in the same household did not have the problem. So go figure. Go figure as to why why that happens. I mean, I don't know. But tune in, iHeart, um, the people that provide all of they've been having real problems with buffering, um, stations not connecting. The mainstream people are upset about it because we've had a station here who dropped their AM station, shut it off, and they've strictly went to two translators and they're depending upon their app. Well, when their app doesn't work so well like iHeartRadio and TuneIn, then the listeners get upset. You know, they tell these people to use these apps and they don't work. I don't know. It, it happened two weeks ago when Odyssey had a problem with their app and some the guy on the fan, one of the, the Chio, uh, and the morning show with uh, Boomer Esiason was ranting about it, and I know that the management at, I, at the Odyssey was not happy about him ranting about it, but he did anyway. Well, you know, you want people to go there and to use these things, and then they don't work. Well, and then, you know, I've gotten three, four, five, six, you know, people are upset, you know, about it, and I tell them, I'd like to tell you I could magically fix it. But I can't. It's something beyond our control. Chris, are you having any problems in Pittsburgh? Or no, have- no, it's been fine. Uh, and uh, an interesting thing that, as and I don't know, I don't think it, uh, I wanted to hear because of the uh, Cam Newton being cut by the Patriots quarterback. I wanted to hear Sports Hub yesterday, and when I got it on uh, Miss A, it said. Um, from uh, iHeart, but it's a, they're a Beasley station, so I guess it depends on whether you know. You just sometimes just say the station because if you say, I guess iHeart and TuneIn are, are just rolling things together because it used to be you said TuneIn for anything that wasn't iHeart or Odyssey, but now uh, you know maybe they're just sort of uh, picking it up wherever they're picking it up. If you're a company like Beasley, I don't know how that's working, but well, normally you don't have to say from, from if you want. If I say I want to listen to uh, what is it? Uh, WBZAM, which is now owned by iHeart. You don't normally have to say, um, if you say WBZAM, it's going to know where to get it from now. If or news while, drive, WBZ News Radio, you right, can say too. Right. Yeah. Um, for, but but Al was, was questioning that because the, uh, the a voice assistant is always going to is going to always and I tried this with a number of radio stations. It's going to default to tune in where it has to, and if it can't get it for tune in, it'll then check iHeart. I believe that's how they have it set up in the in the database. Yeah, they they do check that, and then it, you know, it it it's what it is, and you know, you just have to work through it. But I, I've noticed a lot of lot of lot of problems with TuneIn and iHeart. I don't know so much about the Google Assistant. I suppose it's working okay. Um, well, when your legend had the problem, I tried my Google Assistant, and it didn't have the problem. But that doesn't mean anything. It's a you know, you don't know what, what, where it's happening. And, for, and, you know, part of the problem, Bill, and you guys, is, is that there are so many people using streaming devices now that a lot of times the buffering is caused by trying to find a slot to listen to. Um, uh, 
12% of the people who would normally listen to radio are now listening on their streaming devices. And that, that number is likely to go up as the years go by. Well, I don't see how it can do nothing but right. go up. And then you've got all kinds of listening devices. You know, you've got your um, Lady A's, your Google assistants, you've got your Bose speaker, you've got your um, Sonos speakers, and I'm sure there's other devices. You've got your things like the the Victor Stream that is very popular, you know, in the... Uh, you know, in the blindness community, but the Victor streams as far as streaming devices is kind of at the bottom of the, you know, their food chain. Yeah. yeah, Their their technology is so far behind. You just wonder unless they do some kind of upgrade, how long that's going to go. And aren't Uh, they, they're so dependent on the Utoons database that if uh, the guy who runs that ever says, says I'm tired of this, I'm not doing this anymore. They're going to be in trouble. Oh, he's going to sell it to Bill. He's going to sell it Silver. to me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the same guy that's going to sell it to Bill, Bill offered him to help him out with the database, and he didn't want any part of it. So, so yeah. yeah. That would have been good because he's in England, and sometimes he doesn't know. We've talked about this on Sports Lounge where sometimes he doesn't isn't familiar with where to get different things or what they are because I, I don't know anything about English Premier League soccer, you know? So it, it would be easier for somebody who understood the lay of the land here to be working on that. That's true. And, you know, it, it, it's just, you know, it, it's just what it is. And people don't know how. All right. I'm going to bring up one other topic. This is probably going to take Jeff and I and Chris, um, Chris R to come up with this one. I've had people tell me they don't know how to use Zoom. Boy, there's a there's a voice from there's a blast from the past. Yeah, there it is, Tom Cat. He heard us talking about cats, and he decided to come in. But uh, he decided to come in. We talk about Tom Cats, but um, we if Tom wants to say something, we'll let him say, and then we'll go on to um, talk about Zoom. TC, Tomcat, if you want to, if you're Good on morning, the- folks. This is the first time I've ever been in this thing called. Oh, my God. Morning. It's, it's, oh it's my like God. We're, we're talking back on, on, on Ventrilo and Voxchat and all these other places, Tom. Right. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. Yeah, uh, you were talking earlier about people having trouble with uh, getting the legend on the A device. I was one of them people. In fact, I think, Bill, I think I wrote to you about it. I right. noticed the same day that you did the... Uh, you did the, the tribute show to, to Mr. Nover, and I had to find some alternative ways to, to get it to work. But as of, I believe yesterday, I tried it, and, and I could get in by the normal way. Just say, uh, play Legend Always Radio on tune and it worked. So They, they it's, fixed it's, it yesterday, um, yesterday afternoon, through, Tom. It's, it's working okay, but it was a little frustrating there at first. Well, I don't blame you, because, but unfortunately, like I told you, we don't have a lot of choice about it. Um, it kind of goes beyond, um, you know, what we can do, unfortunately. And a lot of these stations were having the same problem, you know. So yeah, well, the uh, the good news is it's working. It's working now, and, and I'm, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'm uh, what I had resorted to do is somebody said, "Well, try saying, try saying 
play legend oldies on tune in. And sometimes that would work and sometimes it wouldn't. It was all in the way that I said it. You know, these things are a little cantankerous. It's you, you gotta say it in a certain inflection in your voice, you know, that's that's how they are. If they're not hearing it a certain way, they don't like it, I guess. So anyway, but I'm glad that it's working now. And I just thought I'd pop in and, and say good morning to you all. Well Tom, how you been hey, doing Tom, I got cut off. I was just I just wanted to say hi to you. I uh, got cut off so that's why I didn't hey, say Chris. hi before. And hey. Tom, how you been doing, Tom? We don't get to talk to you very often, but there was a time we used to talk all the time. How you been doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm just, you know, doing my thing. I've been, uh, my mother passed away back in, in 2012, and uh, so it's just been me. I was fortunate that I had some, some good people around me that, that showed me what to do and, and how to do it and that sort of thing. So I'm making out okay. I'm even getting back into playing a little bit of music because of the COVID. I hadn't. Haven't been able to do much music playing, but I've been going to the ACB community and uh, partaking in, in the karaoke on Saturday night. So if you have a mind to, you might want to tune in on that some night. So, uh, you yeah, and you're actually getting paid for playing. playing, too, sometimes, Tom, right? You're actually getting paid, too, to play some places, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Now, you know, the band, we picked back up and, and we've been able to get some jobs. In fact, if the weather holds out, uh, we're going to play on Sunday. Uh, it was a job that we were supposed to have played uh, in August, August 1st, but it got it got postponed because of rain. So hopefully the same thing won't happen this time. What instrument do you play, Tom? I play in the band. I play lead guitar and I play pedal steel guitar and I play some fiddle. Wow. And we know you love country and classic country. You oh, bet yeah. you. You bet you. I tune in I tune in a little bit to your show on Saturday mornings and I tune in to uh to Miss Pamela on on, on Friday night. She does now, a heck of a good now, job. Now who was that the famous country steel guitarist? Was it Pete Drake, someone like that? A a pedal steel guitar, I remember. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about the name, but Pete's someone or other back in the day. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. He, no, he, he did he a version of that. that kind of, I don't know whether he was the first one to do it, but he popularized that talking steel guitar. He had a good yeah. mode set up where he could uh, make the steel guitar sound like he was talking. Actually, the yep, one that, that really that innovated cool. it was a guy named Alvino Ray, and he was doing it as early as the 1940s. That's, uh, that's correct. With, that's his, with his band but, uh, but, and uh, he had the King Sisters, if you remember correctly. So, um, And uh, if, if, for those who don't know who Alvino Ray was, he had an orchestra, and he was also a ham radio operator. So. Yeah, but he did it in a different way. Uh, I, I know who Al, Albino Ray is, uh, but uh, uh, like I said, he did it in a little bit different fashion. And uh, and and Pete Drake, uh, he did that forever thing in the nineteen sixties. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> that was really quite really something else. That was cool. Yeah, we try to use a, a newsletter a lot. We get uh, this. Day, well, I forgot what it's called, but it's about this day in classic country. I get. Um, every day, and boy, that's a good letter to to get every day because then you kind of know what's going on, what charted on this day, who was yes. born on this day. Uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Christine Diller, she sends that out every day. If it's the same one. Yes, and then it there's is. another one that I don't know whether you get it, Bill, but uh, 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 Diane Beekman sends a bot. It's a, every other week thing that comes out. It's really pretty good oh, too. Oh, Diane's country. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that that's a great one. She does a great job. Um, she wrote the uh, biography of what um, Farron Young, Marty yeah, Robbins. Yeah, she did. She did Farron Young, and she got one. She did one on Marty Robbins too. Right. So she is real, 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 real good job. But I like yes. the one Christine sends out every day. Kind of gives you a little 
touch and so i'm oh, doing, yeah. doing a show yeah, you get and, the history of different when, when things were recording and all that stuff i love it you know and i i, I play this and that and as long as you play usually what the folks want to hear and do that i have people call in they want me to play some rock and roll during the um classic country and i say this is <laughs> these three hours are sacred we're not messing yeah. with this you know nope, that's right. time there's I'll plenty of places to hear rock and roll country. and other times of the day you know yeah i know you like classic country tom but do you like today's country music or do you think it's a bit too much more like rock these days it doesn't sound uh it doesn't sound like country music to me i i try to listen to it sometimes and i just become i become disheartened because that's not what i it, it doesn't sound like country music to me some of it every once in a while somebody will come up with something that sounds pretty good but uh i i like uh i like country music and i know things have to change and evolve but you know as long as there's some remnants of country music in it that's okay but a lot of it it doesn't it, if i was standing in the dial and didn't know that the station that i that i came in on was a country station i wouldn't know it was country right no no we certainly right, understand tom. that tom thank you tom you're welcome good talking to you folks this morning all thank right you. bye-bye yeah take it easy tom mr tomcat himself Tuesday. like i said we haven't heard him in a long time which is really nice to hear him again all right we'll get back to this unless we've got any other callers no go ahead bill chris r you use zoom on your computer you use it um actually on your phone too i think and jeff how do you guys use Zoom, and what's the easiest way for you guys to use Zoom? Well, Dave, Dave is probably better at the computer part of Zoom than I am. Um, I don't care for Zoom on the iPhone because it's, last time I tried it, it was too hard to find the mute and unmute button. So I don't do it on the iPhone much, although I can. I don't like to. I like the but computer he's... better also, but I can use the iPhone because I do when I talk to my sister a lot of times because she wants to see me and I don't have a webcam. So a lot of times I'll go on Zoom with her. But he's better at, Dave is better at setting up Zoom and getting it to work on the computer than I am. I just uh, come in and log in. I guess the one good thing about Zoom is, is you can use it on your computer. You can use it on your iPhone. You can use it on your Android. You can use Zoom by picking up your telephone and calling in, you know, w- with your regular landline. Chris does that. We've got several yep. people on the panel who use Zoom that way. The problem with that way is you lose some of the features that, you know, you don't get all of the features. I think, Jenny, on your note taker, you have a Zoom app on that. Is that easy to use? It really, it is pretty easy to use. The only um, drawback to it is that, the, of course, unless you have another microphone, the microphone maybe isn't so good. But it, it's easy to use because you can turn the, the speech off, and then you can you can go through the participate, participant list, and, and it'll tell you if somebody's raised their hand and things like that. Um, One little tip for the phone that I've discovered is, you know, one of the things that, for example, you have a different Zoom number for the first number for the coffee club than you do for all things radio and sports lounge. And I just use the same number all the time for everything, for ACB meetings, for anything I want to do on Zoom. They oh, are, you know, all... Our, our low, buddy low. Jennifer found that out a long time ago. Remember, Jenny, we were talking yeah. about that? Oh, yeah, the same call-in number. And it's a whole so lot of the easier things- than... 
Right. So one of the things that people are daunted by, I think, is, you know, you've got to get the Zoom code and you've got to get the password and all that stuff that you need for your meeting. But if you just memorize one Zoom number, because, I mean, you know, we have a different one for this show. So that used to be, I, oh, I got a, and I had a card with the number and all this other stuff. And I said, no, now I learned that I could just come in with the regular one that I use all the time for all things radio and sports times live. And just that's all I needed. So it's daunt, it's less daunting than people think it is. It's a, it's a, you know you got to get the uh, codes and passcodes, but you do uh, not have to remember the specific Zoom number for uh, the meeting that they give you. It's just what they're giving you. It doesn't right. matter. You and the other thing about passcodes is is I thought it was required by Zoom. If you have a free version of Zoom, it is required to have a password. But if you have a pro account with Zoom, you can choose whether you want to have your meeting set up with a password or not. You can make those choices. It, it, they recommend that you do use a password because of the screen uh, bombing that, that that people have had over the past. Yeah. I haven't heard too much about that lately, but uh, but they but you, but it is. And I I follow a lot of court proceedings on Zoom uh, through a, that are broadcast on YouTube, and uh, that's kind of interesting because a lot of people you think are visually impaired, a lot of sighted people aren't very aware of how to use Zoom. So it's it is a little bit a little bit daunting. But once you get the whole hang awesome. of it. On some of those where you have to have the password, if you use the the oh what do they call it the call link or whatever on your on your iPhone or your Android or whatever or your iPad, then you can then it put that in for you and you can just get into the get right into the meeting. You don't have to do anything else. Yes, as a matter of fact, our school, the alumni for the school for the blind that I went to, they have a a weekly meeting, and I save the link. It's in my browser, and whenever I want to go to the meeting, I just click that link on the browser, and it works. Yeah, the, the, those are good ways. I would also suggest um, this may not be the most up-to-date, but this is probably one of the best, and it's an audio tutorial. The reason I say it's not up-to-date because it re- released a couple years ago, but it will get you the concepts and the concepts good by going to mosen.org. Jonathan Mosen put out a tutorial that he originally sold, but now provides it for free. And you can download and get that tutorial. Brian Hartson also puts out a fine tutorial, but you will have to pay for that. But if you're, you know, just want to get the concepts, uh, you can listen to him as an MP3 file and learn all about Zoom. I, I also wonder. recommend that Brian, I, even though you don't have to have them, but I think that they are really helpful, especially for me and Chris and Dave and Bill, is we have the Brian Hartson scripts for Jaws that work very, very well. And I, Tim, I, don't you have the, the add-in for uh, NBDA as well? Let's give them equal time as well. It's it's very helpful. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention that, um, and maybe somebody said this already before, but what I do for the iPhone for Zoom meetings usually is email myself the link and then uh, if you have email on your phone which a lot of people do anyway and then you just click on the link and you get right into the zoom that that is a way that is another way of doing it tim that's that's awesome that's actually a good way to do it as well so those are just some of the ways um that that you can use zoom if you want to do it yourself you can you know follow we send the email out each and every week for the people on the announce list and um you know we can 
and then you can just click on that link on your computer and you're into Zoom. It'll just install itself. And you can do it that way if you're on your computer. Know that you should have a pair of headsets and most computers, laptops especially, uh, a lot of the headsets have microphones or you'd have to have a separate microphone for a desktop computer to use Zoom. It's usually good etiquette to come into a Zoom room with a pair of headsets on. Agree, Jeff? I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Um, Because a lot of times then people start hearing your speech and all of the other echoes and things in a room. So if possible, you're really better off to come in with a pair of headsets on. And I would can. say that if anyone has a problem with Zoom, they can either email me or Bill, and, and we'd be glad to help you guys. Believe me, that's that's not hard to send an email to Jeff at allthingsradio.net, J-E-F-F, or Bill, BillSparks.org, or Bill at, all, Bill at allthingsradio.net. And, you know, we'd be glad to help you out, believe me. But for those who don't, that's why we reinstated the 317-886-1103 number. Now, how that works is it goes through... My, uh, it, it goes through my computer, and I'm able to then hook my computer up with Zoom and put it, you know, and then you're able to just dial a, you know, a, a regular 317 number and the, and the regular phone number, and you can participate in that meeting without having to type in a code or anything like that. So that that is one other option. I see we've got Gary. Yep, he's already unmuted. Go ahead, Gary. What's going on in Austin, Texas? Oh, not much. Just, uh, you know, the Labor Day weekend. Um, I, I always go into the meeting history. Uh, if it's a recurring thing like this on all the radio, I just go in through there, and that way I don't have to enter anything. And that's, uh, and I'm using the iPhone right now. I do plan to use it to put Zoom on my computer, but I don't have a microphone. So until I get that, I don't know when putting it on there. Yeah, that does make a difference now. Well, uh, the cool thing, if you use your device, and I'm sure that maybe the computer does the same thing, is your device saves so many of your places you've been in your history. So you can, if you can't remember the ID number, you can choose one of those from your history. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I do. I mean, when I came in here today, I just went in to join, and then I went into meeting history. Hey, Gary, I thought you were going to tell us all about Austin's new 80s hit radio station. Oh, I could tell you, but I listened to it. It's good to put you to sleep if you're kind of tired <laughs> or if you're too tired, even even if you're fully Never mind. I'll talk about that tomorrow night. I'm yeah, sorry, Bill. Yeah. Uh, but that but, is a pretty good. But, but yeah, it's uh, it could be a little more interesting musically, but I mean, that's a whole different subject for a different day. But uh, yes, I just flick up to uh, the meeting uh, with everyone I want to join in. And flick over to Dunn and, and flick back over to join, and there I am. Uh, I've a, heard that ACB changes their IDs uh, every month or two or uh, rotates them around and stuff. I don't know uh, whether that's the case because uh, I don't go into too many ACB meetings, but that can be a pain in the neck. Yeah. Our IDs are, are good for NBP, and certainly we keep the legend IDs the way they are, so you're good. So then that can uh, screw up that history thing for you. So many well, the I ACB use the. Uh, 
in the ECB, I just go from the email every day I get. Yeah, so that's, that's true. Yeah. Because they send out the yeah. community also, calls. The, the, and the, the other problem you know. with the, with the, with that is that if you call, if you use the phone number, or whatever, sometimes it doesn't always save the password. But if you get it from the web, that that's embedded into the link, yeah. so it's a lot easier. Yeah, in email, it. there's a link. Uh, I think it's call link, or I forget. I know it when I see it. Uh, and if you enter there, it'll take you right to it. Yeah, that makes it nice, and ACB is known for doing that, is switching those links around and whatever, and maybe they have good reason for doing that. I guess they've been bombed. I think they have had some bombing. Well, so also part of the problem is they're also paying for a special version of Zoom, Bill, that, that, that we used that during the convention. It's a webinar version, which has some more sophisticated features in it, but it costs a heck of a lot more money for that type of account. Right, but what we've got serves us pretty well. But we we try to be inclusive, and that's why I think about other people. I think if they can't do it, then I want them to be able to do it. So it, you know, it, it's a catch twenty two. But you know, we're one of the only shows that I know now that are broadcasting over the internet and doing the Zoom and all of this at the same time so acb radio has of course some of theirs are, are done right, that way too right, right they do but i think we they started their five thousandth community event the other day they were having cool. a big celebration about that yeah it's it's very popular it's really increased membership and it's really been a you know a thing where so many blind people are older and unable to get out or go to conventions or go to even state meetings or chapter meetings it's really been something that ecb because you know you make uh lemonade out of you know whatever and uh out of, out of lemons and that's what happened with the with the pandemic that they were able to really uh, take advantage of, it fell in their lap basically is what happened well, well yeah, one of the I'm things sure. i've noticed is that even the talk shows like or even the radio stations i hear wins and when they have someone used to be at all their actualities if they had a guest on it would be on telephones now right. it's either on zoom or on skype most likely on zoom and they're using zoom quite a bit for that kind of thing so it's working out very well and, and believe me they sound a lot better than having them on a, on a phone uh, on, a, on a on a regular phone line so that that has been making a world of difference and the idea is yes you'll have live convention yes you'll have live meetings but the idea is the hybrid approach we, we we've gone to it with the pandemic and it's not going away it's going to be here for, no. uh, forever we- one thing that does bother me on zoom is i've seen on radio stations where they do video casts of their shows on cable or on other places and then they use zoom with a video camera and they use the microphone in the camera and they sound terrible you know that's never a good thing. Although, although when Mike Love had, do you remember when Mike Love had his webcam and he was playing, he was demonstrating with us, Bill, and it didn't sound that bad. But the problem is because the the mic is not close to you, it it yep. sounds like it's off mic all the time. But it but it, but it didn't sound bad, Tim. But you're right about that. It's some of those webcam audio microphones are just terrible, terrible. Now I bought a, um, um, oh, I can't think what you call them. It's a real highly directional microphone that you can hook up to your video camera and it really works nice it wasn't all that expensive either i got it from musician's friend it was one of their deal of the day i think i ended up paying 30 bucks for it but um and it's real directional so it it's made to put on the to mount to your video camera and then 
you know, it is aimed at whoever you're aiming the camera at. Now, do you have a video camera, Tim? Uh, not other than the one built in the cover of the computer. Right. That's what I thought. I thought maybe you had a webcam that you also had as well. No, I've never, never gotten one. I should, but. You remember that stuff. first HP computer bill that I had? How good the microphone was in that thing? Yeah, yeah you look like at it and get good. Sometimes computers have the... You can get a monitor with the microphone in it. Yeah, I've seen that too. I've Again, you that. have the same problem sometimes. I just got a message from JR, and he's right. If you're going to have a meeting in a restaurant, we have a meeting at the Gateway Diner coming up, but they're not going to Zoom it. One of the big reasons they're not going to Zoom it is because the back room is off the kitchen of this restaurant. And every time they open the doors up in the kitchen and you can hear all the kitchen noise in the background, it would just make it almost impossible to have a live Zoom meeting from that because of the noise involved in, in, in the background sometimes. So, And I agree with I agree with JR about that point because he just said to me, well, I, don't, I hope it's not going to be a hybrid meeting from the Gateway Diner. But that's only because of where the room is located. Right, but they could change locations if they wanted to. Right. The only reason they have the gateway is because they have a back room and, and they don't charge people to use it. And that's why they, they use that. And it's also very well. One of the other reasons is it's because it's very conveniently located in the city of Albany. So that there's, there's a, they're on the most popular bus line in the city, so it's very easy to get to. But I know that various events, we've tried the hybrid approach, especially... We've got people who call in on the phone and they want to participate in the meeting and it's hard for them to hear people in the room. You've got to get a special microphone, a special speaker that's designed but to pick you up. you got to get cooperation from the people in the room that are actually there so that they'll, like in our meeting, they don't want to walk up to the microphone. No, you, you, you're right. It has to be a cooperative effort. And AC We've done got- some stuff like that where we will pass a wireless mic around. No, they won't and do that-, that anymore, Tim. They don't want to hold the microphone because of COVID. Uh, oh, your NF- is NFB using Zoom? I know we, we, we've been talking a- ACB, but I, I think we should give equal time to NFB. Have they been doing a lot more Zoom meetings these days, Tim, these, uh, that you know of? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. In fact, all of our local meetings have been Zoom since... Uh, March of 2020. Okay, now, are, are you meeting in person yet, Tim? Um, well, we were going to, but now COVID is on its way up again, and I have a feeling oh, we're not sure yet as far as the next uh, chapter meeting was supposed to be or will be on the third Saturday of March. I'm not March of uh, <laughs> September. <laughs> anyway, and, yeah, well, it uh, will be on the third Saturday, third third uh, Saturday of March at some point. Well, yeah, it probably will. <laughs> That's true. But anyway, yeah, and uh, I'm not sure if we are going to now or not because, like I said, COVID is in rising in most states. Actually, I think the biggest it problem, is rising everywhere. Yeah, I yeah. think the biggest problem I'm hearing uh, on on Facebook and and all the and all the news sources, Bill, is not that people don't like doing Zoom. There, there is a thing called they call it video fatigue, and they just. They, they, you have to, you know, if you want to be in these meetings, you have to be in one place all the time. You have, you can't move around. You can't. It, it, people are just having a little bit of problem with video fatigue, and that's something that they, we all have to get used to, well, whether it's video or audio. You know, you know going to these meetings. I think so, and I think it is hard for them. Um, but what are you going to do? You know, the numbers don't lie. We are trying to plan our convention at a hotel. 
our alumni convention. And right as of this date, as I'm sitting here, you know, I'm kind of changing my mind. Is it safe to go to this hotel right now? Do we all need to wear a mask? You know, how do you know who's been vaccinated and not vaccinated? What do you do? When is your convention? In June. It's hard, too, with the hotel because you have to guarantee them who can guess where we're going to be. I mean, everything could be fine. You know, Dr. Fauci did say the other day if everybody, you know, gets vaccinated, we'll be done really back to pretty much normal by spring. But that's how do you how did we even know that we would get to September and still be having the the masking and the problems we're having? Yeah, because we didn't know how many people it's it's like it's almost like I I do the analogy of weather. It's like if we could go out there and say, okay, uh, we are now. Now, all us people are going to decide that this remnant of this hurricane is going to stop at noon, and we would just all do that. The behavior of the country is affecting the transmission of the disease, right. so I'm, it's I'm, not as easy as to predict. Did you hear the article that said that we'd, we'd have to wear masks up until at least February of 2022? However, we really don't know. And no. so, and so, on a personal note, I. I don't want to get this thing, um, and I don't think I don't think anyone wants to get it. So we we, we I, I I just try to be careful as much as I can. But I also want to get out. I mean, I don't want to be at home, stuck in my apartment, not being able to go anywhere or do anything. I think that's what uh, right. But if what, you could clean this up, Jeff, like they do in New Zealand, if you could clean it up and get it maybe under control. I would be very, very happy with that. And if we could get that herd immunity, which is what Fauci talks about, I'd be even happier. Go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, um, and another thing dealing with conventions and banquets and things is, I guess it's mostly because of COVID and stuff, but banquet prices have skyrocketed. And I don't know if a lot of people realize that, but uh, when we've been checking into, as we're planning to have, uh, hybrid convention, both virtual and and uh, live, in November, and uh, the prices for banquet food have way. I mean, if you thought they were high and originally, <laughs> I mean, the challenges ridiculous. are there. You know what I mean? We just yeah. don't know what to to do. I mean, you you also have to uh, work with them as far as. The contingencies, you know, used to be uh, they when you would do a hotel, and we had a situation come up where we almost had a problem with the marathon, uh, the lockdown that we had on the Friday after Patriot Day in Massachusetts, and our uh, Bay State Council convention was got that weekend. And there was a whole back and forth about, is this an act of God? They have a standard thing in the in the thing that, uh, you know, if the government says you can't go, uh, sometimes you can get out of it. But really, we're not going to have lockdowns now. It's going to be more about masking and unmasking, and is it safe to do this, and is it going to be indoors, and how much is outdoors? And so the hotel is still going to be in the driver's seat. So you, what you need to do, if you're going to continue to try to have it in June, is to find a hotel that's going to be lenient. Like the airlines are pretty lenient now about changing flights and changing you know times and doing all that stuff because they know that some meetings will be planned and then not held or or people will decide it's not safe so they're becoming more lenient in that way but hotels i don't know whether they are or they aren't and of course that'll depend on the chain and the, the location hey you know the only good thing i see about this about this whole thing is that if you go to a restaurant that used to have a salad bar the salad bars are uh, are out of are, are no longer at least for now that's but right that, you don't have to worry about uh, talking to the waitress and getting her to get stuff you can just uh, order your salad yeah the, the, those are some good benefits for us but um but uh, you know i don't know this is 
impacting a lot of things we do. It's impacting our professional football team. It's impacting Major League Baseball. Um, you know, this stuff is really, and I think in some ways it's getting worse than last year was uh, in the summertime, at least. Well, I don't know, though. Do you think this yeah, is... Yeah, and the thing is, it's more ambiguous because we're not going to lock down. We, we aren't. Uh, that's not going to happen. So we're going to... Certain things will be closed or certain things will be put off or whatever. And that's more confusing to people. When, when there's a big snowstorm and they say there's no school in Massachusetts, which happened during our blizzard of 78, then nobody had to worry about it for three or four days because nobody could go anywhere. That's fine. But then if you have to worry about are you in this town or that town, it's more... It's analogous to that and it makes it confusing for people. I can tell you one thing about this remote learning curse and i because i have a daughter who has some learning issues she has dyslexia my youngest daughter but she's she's pretty good i mean she's but i will tell you that um that this learning remote uh, that they did last year was a joke and she got nothing out of it and, and most of the yeah. kids i know from her martial arts and stuff have said the same thing it does you the kids are really getting screwed on education if they, if they have to go back to remote learning and that's why the state of new york is pushing we don't want to do the remote learning and the economy and all these other states are saying the same thing there's not going to be another lockdown because the federal government is not going to is not going to reimburse every state again they're just not going to do that then the economy has to open up and stay open in order for us to prove to be a productive country whether you like what the covid whether you like it or not we can't close for every disease that hits the country no nope. no but nope. unfortunately that's right yeah um who knows but that's going on um Chris and Dave, anything going on hardware-wise, kitchen-wise? Have you been doing anything exciting over the past two weeks besides uh, your mission? We know what mission you're on now. Well, um, lately there hasn't been anything new that was interesting. We have, haven't made any purchases like that, um, but we are, we're always looking. You know how that goes. Are you guys going to purchase the pizza oven that they're selling on QVC that uh, runs with uh, either propane or, or whatever? Probably not. <laughs> I always we ask have all you. kinds of ways to make pizza, so that, you know. <laughs> um, Are there any uh, kitten-finding devices that you... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we did two demos on kitten-finding devices, and I have a feeling... I don't know. We'll see if when we go to the Humane Society if they have any concerns. We In 2009, we overheard a conversation in the office where there was some concern, but they never addressed it to us. So I said, well, we might be turning this into an educational program for them. <laughs> well, a bell is good. You know, the good old bells. That's what you kind of have to do. Yeah. yeah. At least one thing. <laughs> well, yeah. we, have, we have these little locators. Um, the one is called a cat tab, and th it's a little tag that you put on the animal, and then you, you have a little hand handheld thing that's about the size of a credit card, and it beeps. The closer you get to the animal, the faster oh, cool. it beeps, and when you get right on top of it, it's a solid beep. And, <laughs> and uh, like, like finding Chris uranium used one. to be, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There Chris you and go. Doug have one of those. Yeah, Chris and Doug have one. Ah. Use it for their cat. Yeah, it doesn't seem to bother them though. They they get used to it, and 
when we would turn ours on, sometimes before it could even start beeping, Flash would come to us and meow. Like, here I am. Turn the <laughs> don't bother. Off. Yeah, I'm coming. No, don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get a male cat, Chris, are you going to name it Morris? <laughs> no, we're planning on a female this time. Okay. Planning on a female unless they get mixed up and give you a yeah. male. Because there's been a lot of tomcats who've had kittens. Um, That's, well, yeah, we had one of those. You, you would be almost assured it'll be a female. You would think the Humane Society would know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You'd hope so. Well, it's not so, that hard to tell. Are they going to be fixed when you get the cat, or do you have to do that later on? Because you, I guess you don't know until you figure out with how old the cat is when we you really get it. We really don't know. I believe no. most of them are, but... We'll see. I think you can't do it to, what is it, Chris, like six months or something, or five or six months that's, you can't do it. it. That's what it was with Flash, so we may have to do it ourselves, because we'd like yeah, to have probably. a three or four-month-old. Don't they have to go Some through? of them require you to do it. Yeah. I mean, as far as yeah, if, that's right. if you don't do it, they'll, I, I don't know what they would do if you didn't do it. <laughs> they, they require it here. And they give yeah. you something like 48 hours to have it have the rabies shots and that kind of stuff. If if it doesn't yeah. have it already. Yeah. Oh, I thought the Humane Society used to make sure they had that stuff as part they, of the they, adoption. They do, but we're getting kind of mixed. I mean, it says that they come with it and it's already done, but it also says you get 48 you have 48 hours to do it. So, I'm not really sure how that's going to work mm-hmm. out. And some of them also require you to have them chipped. Yeah, and I did. Th- didn't I see shipping is supposed to be included? Is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bill, we have a call from Debbie in Lafayette. Okay, you want to put her on, or do you want me to do it? Good morning, Bill, and everybody on the Cop Club. This is Debbie in Lafayette. You were talking about the A lady a while ago. I had an interesting experience with her yesterday. I wanted the telephone number for WRTV Six in Indianapolis. And first I asked her for WRTV6, which she couldn't give me that number. I asked for Channel 6 in Indianapolis, and she gave me the phone number right away. Anyway, I thought I'd let you know that. Also, uh, we got a scam letter by mail, and it said on it, Employment Guide, and it had information like, if you, you you owe back taxes, which we do not, and they could help us. And we knew it was a scam, so we called the AARP uh, Fraud Network. And uh, they're they're very good to talk to. Anyway, um, I wanted to let you know about Lady A. So you have to be really particular how you ask for phone numbers. Have a great day. Bye-bye. There you go. Well, we know you're right no, about a, that. Um, a lot of it has to do with marketing. And they may just go by Channel 6 because nobody remembers call letters. But sometimes you, it depends on the call letter history and all that, and a lot of it's marking. For example, I, when I get uh, do the Sports Hub, I didn't just say the Sports Hub. I said 98.5 the Sports Hub because that's what they say on the air all the time, and that's what they, you know, I, and it responded to that. So a lot of times it's a marketing uh, issue, and you, you, it's your guess is as good as anybody's as to what to say, you know? Yeah, it's um, true. Oh, I know, like, when you're asking Siri for uh, radio stations like WGN, you have to say WGN 720. Right. If you don't, you'll get WGN, I think it's WGNZ, and I don't even know where it is, 
equipped. <laughs> yeah, for WCBS in New York, you have to say WCBS 880, uh, or if or you'll get CBS FM. The Jack, uh, I guess it's the Jack format or whatever it is. No, it's oh, uh, they're yeah. oldies. They're classic hits. Oh, they're oldies now. Okay, they All have right. been they have been Jack since 2005. There's something going on with radio stations, because when I do the, the call letter things and I research to find the station, there'll be call letters that are listed for an AM station, and if you go and do the search for those call letters, it's not an AM station at all, and it doesn't have any translators. Again, it's a problem with the databases, and they're changing so quickly, Jennifer, that can't be, people who compile this stuff can't keep up with it. Yeah, it's not as good as it used to be. She said it was a little over two minutes, Jeff. I know. I've it's already done, Jennifer. You 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 make my you make my life so easy when you do these things, you know. Yeah, but I spent about thirty doing it. (laughs) Yeah, you do a good job. We know that, Jennifer. We know that, Jennifer. I'm just giving you a hard time. (laughs) I was just surprised that it was that short because I was in here for a while getting it ready, and I thought, man, after all that, it was only a little over two minutes. Yeah, it's the shortest (laughs) I've seen. Not not your fault because I think it has to do with the economy. Because I'm not seeing a ton of stations changing formats like we used to be. And Jennifer, you know, because you've seen them as much as as, as 10 or 12 minutes long sometimes, you know. So, uh, well, and it's not, most of it so is slogans. Many of them are slogans. And yeah, it's not even the format. Slogans. Yeah. Probably 80% yeah. of them are slogans. And the other thing your service isn't doing, and I, and maybe it's because they aren't, it's not happening that much, but you're not seeing all the stations go off the air all of a sudden. Remember, remember you said a lot every week that would be so many. Oh, yeah. Be... Off the air, but you're not seeing that either. So. No. Yeah, and yeah, they they just like this weekend would be the weekend you'd hear about a lot of format changes, yeah. but I doubt there will be any. Yeah, we'll see. I, we'll I, see. I don't think, Jeff. I don't. Th- well, I would want to make a bet on that because every time I make bets, I always lose them. So I'm not going to be. I'm not. <laughs> I've never been a good gambling. Fan. I go to the. I go to the horse track every every bet every race. I bet on loses. So I'm not a good gambling person. Uh, yeah, That's I bet why. you do, but um, you know they they just they just don't make the changes like they used to. And when you're listening to radio, and the news, the biggest is the HD two or three channels making changes. You know, yeah, it used to be mainstream stations. Now you're hearing, uh, and I don't know anybody unless they're in a car. That has an HD radio. I mean, maybe one of us does, but, you know, it's very, very unusual. By the way, JR sent me another text message, and I and he's right, because they are available. Uh, I thought that the buffet restaurants would be out of business because of this whole thing, but they're coming back. So they are there are they are out there. So uh, if you go to one, just be careful when you go to one. But 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 uh, JR is right. The buffet restaurants are back. The Chinese buffet restaurants right in my neighborhood is open. And the other buffet restaurants are open, so we'll see what happens. Well, I think they'll be all right. I don't know that that necessarily causes the problems, but, I, I mean, I guess you never know. So, well, if they require their employees to be vaccinated, and, of course, they can they can tell you. You know, that's part of their advertising. You know, we, we are a fully vaccinated staff or whatever. Then it really cuts down the odds. So that's, that would be a good thing to put into your promotions if you're going to do something like that. Well, we know Chris and, um, Chris and Dave went. Didn't they go to one last week or the week before? 
Yeah, we, we have. We've I mean, been, we've been to, to several, Chinese actually. Place. Yeah, I don't they, like them because I can't serve myself easily on those things. But if you have well, help, it's, we well go they've got somebody, help all the time. It, they do ask you to wear masks. They say masks are required at the buffet area. Well, right. I get that, and right. I have no problem with that. But next, if they, if they tell me to keep the mask on while I'm eating, that might be a bit of a problem, though, Chris. Right? <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty hard to do. Well, <laughs> I was going to say something. Well, unless of... you eat the mask. No, I was going to say you have a, a, a slit in the mask just to put, just uh, fit the fork and spoon and that, that kind of stuff. But that's Well, that uh, would get kind of messy. Hey, yeah, that's, that's a good idea, Chris. Maybe you could come up with an edible that'd mask. Be kind of, yeah, we could, like, maybe chocolate or something. No, make yeah. it out of corn. 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 <laughs> well, maybe they can make the hard mask out of that. You know what they make the taco shells out when you go to the Mexican right. restaurant and get a taco salad? <laughs> hey, hey, some of those uh, N95 masks kind of feel like that a little bit. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help that, but they do. <laughs> Make sorry, it like one of those um, taco salad bowls. <laughs> right. We really Eat degenerated here, guys. Okay. Bill, we really degenerated here. Well, we're, yeah, what we're getting ready for, we're talking about food. And we're going to go into ready recipes. For the recipe in a little bit. We're going to go into recipes. I'm sorry, so, Bill. <laughs> Chris, what have you... What have you been cooking up or planning to talk about for this week? Well, this week, on Saturday, we're having, you know, our people over. And we're going to have pulled pork. And I found a copycat potato salad recipe from the place that everybody likes their potato salad here called Del Grosso. They have a kitchen in the park called Murph's Kitchen. And I found some potato salad, and we made a little bit of it last week, and it turned out pretty good. So I'm going to make that, and we're going to have the baked beans with the hamburger in them, and going to make a strawberry pineapple trifle, and I think um, there's going to be some macaroni salad brought, and some zucchini bread, and some fudge, and that's kind of what's going on. Today we're having roast and potatoes and carrots. And it's smelling mm. really good. Now, what, how, how long in advance do you have to prepare for this thing? you got all these people come up, and you get how far in advance are you going to be doing all the cooking for it? Um, well, we're buying the pulled pork. I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. The potato salad I'll make Friday. The trifle I'll make Friday. And the beans I will mix together on Friday and throw in the slow cooker Saturday morning. Now, do you also serve appetizers? Like, uh, no, I don't, no. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, nope, they get what they get. Well, we have chips and things <laughs> well, like yeah, that. Chips, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. You know. There's chips. Yeah. No dip, though. We're not making dip and stuff like that. So is this cooking in the pressure cooker today? The Yes. You're cooking. When did you put it on? I put it on before the coffee club. It's through pressuring. All I have to do is go up and add the potatoes and carrots and pressure it for a little bit longer. It'll be ready. Now, you don't cook your potatoes and carrots at, at the same time as you do your meat? Uh, no, because they get too done. Yeah. Well, you just take the meat out then and empty No, the- I'll, I have allowed enough time. I will just put them in on top of the meat and pressure them about 10 minutes, and that should do it. Oh, yeah? I think that's uh, Dick from... Dick just came in. We'll talk to him real quick and come back and finish up with recipes. Dick, you want to mute yourself, uh, and you can say hello to the crowd. Hello, everybody. Hello. You didn't have to, didn't have to uh, stop the recipes. You know, I would have been very happy to hear that. <laughs> now, Chris, what time did you say that dinner was? 
<laughs> well, didn't. we actually haven't set a time yet, but probably around 1 o'clock. Okay, well, well, we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I got a question for you guys. How do I get the A person? If I want to hear All Things Radio or podcast. You know, I, I just, just a minute ago, I asked for All Things Radio, or I got All Things Considered. Um, you know, a fine show, but still, I didn't want to hear that. You know, Bill, I said, I mean, Dick, I said, you sent me an email on that, and I did send one back to you. Maybe it got lost. So, you, but you can I never say, got it. say, try saying, play all, play the all things, all things radio podcasts from TuneIn, and see what it does if it does that. Okay, I'll try that. I'll try that and see. Oh, yeah. uh, Chris, what happened to, to a Flash? Is he okay? Um, no, we had to put Flash to sleep oh. um, a couple weeks ago. He just got too sick so they've got a new kitten coming but he had some things wrong with him and we we treated it as long as and as best we could and we just couldn't do anything else yeah that's 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 horrible you know we we, we've done that for a number of kitties over the years and uh, but you know i heard about you the kitty finder you know (laughs) Uh, when we go out to our camper um sometimes the kitties they don't want to go right away and they go and hide and uh, that might be something enough to think about. How much does that cost? Is it still available? Um, I don't remember. Dave, do you remember what it costs? And yes, it is still available. We have a demo on it. Yeah, we do have one on the. It's called a cat tab. Now that's for inside, close, closer yeah. range. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then, and then we have another one. Uh, it's a little tag, another tag, and it comes with a receiver, and it has a. a Outside antenna that's good for about two miles. So you can locate <laughs> that the cat. That's great. Now I got to tell you a really funny story with our, our last cat, Violet. Um, she'd go into hiding, so all we, all we would have to do would call her name, and of course she'd meow, so we'd find her. Well, there you go. Yeah. By the way, I remember. Uh, oh, go ahead. Tim. We had a cat that we had a cat that hid up inside the back of our couch, and <laughs> it took us a day, a whole day, to find her. Oh, she didn't want to be found, Tim. They lost that cat for three. She finally started meowing. I think she got hungry. This is she was a kitten, real little kitten. But uh, (laughs) by the way, uh, I got we had some uh, interesting stories with Flash because when he was just a kitten, he was into trouble all the time, and he got into our uh, cold air returns once in the heat duct another time and both of those times i had to dismantle you know oh. disconnect the heat duct to get him out and uh he got in the suspended ceiling once we caught him going into the dishwasher and into the oven and into the refrigerator <laughs> uh, by the way jr asked me to ask you a question chris she said she wanted to know if you were serving gin and tonics at the get together this saturday uh-uh Sorry. okay thank you no, he probably won't come then right <laughs> yeah our cat uh, used to get in the refrigerator. I was afraid I wouldn't know he was in there. Or the dryer, when you'd open the dryer. Oh, yeah. Oh, we lo- we oh, look yeah. all the time. We're always yep. looking. So did I, I. Was in, I was in the process one time of cleaning the oven on a stove, and I had the door open, and I went to get a uh, cleaning cloth, I guess, or something like that. And I reached my hand in, and there's this cat just relaxing inside the oven. <laughs> Boy, be lucky, be lucky. Good thing you self- didn't have a self cleaning. Yeah, I was gonna say if you had a self cleaning, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the, the cat would be ashes. <laughs> you lock the door. About, that's about right. <laughs> we have a we have a, another call from Gail. It's real short. Okay. 
and then it'll be recipe. Hey, uh, this is Gail in uh, Sauk Rapids, Minnesota here, and uh, this is for people at the coffee club uh, for today. Um, for uh, Ellen, thank you very much for your uh, helping me out there with that fasting lab. I've had one before, like I said, with my, um, well, not a uh, lab type of thing, but I had to fast before a surgery I had in the 1980s. But again, thank you so much. And uh, Bill, I'm looking forward to stumping you today on The Legend. So again, thanks for everything. Bye. All right. Well, you'll have your reinforcements, Bill. Perry will be there to help you. Yeah. Um, Chris, what kind of phone is that before we go to the recipe real quick? That is the best sounding phone I've heard. Is that just a regular Panasonic cordless phone that you're talking on? Oh, this phone here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a Panasonic. You know, I'm not sure. I haven't asked Linda what it is, but it is a really good. It's mine's good, but I think this is better because I've heard it, you know, coming back. uh, It's got a lot of bass on it. That is a a Panasonic. Linda has Panasonics because I think they bought them from us. I there mean, you go. Selling them, they're real good. Uh-huh. I mean, that that's yeah, a no, nice Panas- Panasonic had. Uh, there was a few years where they they're made bad. some that were downright awful. Yeah, and then then they came back to having good ones again, and they've been really good lately. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Well, let's get to Labor the recipe. Day, we're going to have a recipe for sweet and sour cocktail wieners. Mm. Sounds like a good Labor Day thing. Two pounds of cocktail wieners, four to five regular hot dogs sliced, two 12-ounce bottles of chili sauce, two 15-and-a-half-ounce cans of pineapple chunks undrained, one half cup brown sugar, one fourth cup chopped onion, which is optional, one quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, which is optional, one tablespoon lemon juice, five tablespoons of preserves, your choice. Um, the person who wrote this recipe, I believe it was my mom, that's where I got it. She always used peach. And you can use more preserves if you want it to be sweeter. Boil the wieners for three minutes and drain and let them cool a little bit mix all your other ingredients and heat till bubbly and you can do this in the slow cooker if you want to add wieners and stir to coat well marinate overnight of course you want to put your hot dogs in there too but you marinate that overnight and you put it in the slow cooker the next morning and put it on high or low depending how long you need how much time you've got and just heat it till it's hot I'm getting, good. I'm getting hungry already, Chris. That does That's not unusual good, for me. It? Sounds very, very good. Dogs and Labor Day and so forth. Thought that might uh-huh. be pretty good. Chris, I got I got the perfect gift that you can buy me for Christmas. Are you ready? I want to. I want to. I want you to buy me a cotton candy maker. Uh, QVC has one of those, I believe. I'm only kidding, Chris. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool, Chris. That's pretty cool, and that sounds good, too. Um, Sounds real, real, real good. As I'm preparing to transition over here to uh, a different, what do you call it? It's a different studio or whatever, but um, that does sound good, those hot dogs, yeah. 
Um, we've got a household member here who cannot stand hot dogs, but I like a good hot dog. Do you like a good oh, yeah. hot dog, Jeff? Yeah. I love hot dogs. I like the kosher ones, the Hebrew National or the Nathan's yeah. hot dogs. And um, my mom used to boil them, but I, 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 I fry them in the frying pan occasionally, but uh, they're good. I like them fried. <laughs> Nothing better than a hot dog at a ball game, I'll tell you. Hey, Bill, do you have your studios numbered? No, but I need to. I was thinking, like, I mean, you, you know, you could have Studio 40 if uh, Bauer, Steve Bauer has Studio, <laughs> studio 39. 39. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, boy, aren't you guys glad that we made the switch about a year or two ago off of that thing that we were using? Because every time um, certain people go on that phone system, on that thing, do you notice how many... Do you get those ears, Tim? How many times that goes down? That, you know, where we did the, you know what I'm talking about, the the thing where you can do both. You know, you were on it, the web. web. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I know. Yeah, I think I, I, I remember getting the errors. <laughs> yeah, uh... Yeah, we had them all the time, and they were, uh, and it was just bad. It was just bad, and we hope not to have those again. But, yeah, that was, so Chris, you're going home tomorrow night, or tomorrow morning? Tomorrow, uh, flight's at 11.30 in the morning, so I should be, as I said to Jeff earlier, I'll be back in 617 land for all things radio. Well, as long as you had a good time in uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, that's all that matters. Uh, oh yeah, it's fun. It was fun down here. And you got you to know, see your kid. You got to see people. your your son and your, your uh, two yeah, kids, me and right? My granddaughter. And, yeah, me and my great granddaughter, and I see the grandchildren, and you know all that. And it's been like I said, it was over two years. I was here in June of uh, nineteen, so it's been a while. Yeah. I don't do diapers, so I but never mind. <laughs> Forget. Never mind. Oh, they didn't ask me to do that. I'm I'm a visitor. See if if I stayed too long, somebody start thinking about that. That's right. I was yeah, just thinking about start that. Thinking about that. <laughs> Well, I guess it's just about time to wrap it up. Anybody got anything quick before we go? Thank you, Chris. And yep. No, I got to do laundry when I get off here. So uh, your hands are too weak, Jeff. I know, but I have. So if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. That's the problem, Bill. All right. You have to get the maid to do it. Yeah. All right. Got <laughs> That's it. right. I'm making the switch. Have a good one. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks, Tim.